Welcome to Let Me Know How It Is, a pop culture podcast about TV, movies, comics, and all things geek. Today, we're reacting to all the news from DC Fandom 2021. I'm Zach Slater. I'm Frank Melman. This is Tommy Smith-Arenes. And I'm Clifton. So, Fandom was Saturday. We're recording this on Sunday. Our episodes drop on Wednesday. So, we just wanted to let you guys know that uh, in case some more information comes out or, you know, uh, in the meantime, just, just so we don't sound dumb. <laughs> we just wanted to let you guys know. So yes. um, we are uh, so we are going to kind of like build up to the big stuff. So we're going to start with animation, which, uh, you know, I think certainly that some of the biggest news was the Young Justice stuff that came out of this, because, uh, you know, I follow those guys on Twitter, Greg Weissman and Brandon Vietti and, and, and everything. I'm a big fan of the show, big fan of their work. And. You know, I saw them leading up to this that it was like they were tweeting out like all caps, like you do not want to miss DC Fandom. If you're mm. a Young Justice fan, you don't <laughs> want to miss DC Fandom. And uh, so we didn't really know like what it was going to be like, you know, I assumed the trailer. Right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. most definitely, at least. Right. Just right. because, uh, you know, we haven't seen anything about that. Like, we've been getting updates about production schedule and how many are done, but we hadn't seen anything yet. And uh, so I was like, OK. Maybe, maybe, you know, it's most definitely going to be a trailer. Maybe it'll be like the first episode or something like that. But then we found out that like, nope, you can watch the first two episodes right now on HBO Max. Uh, it's dropped. It's starting. Season four is, is off to the races. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In addition to a trailer, we did get a trailer. <laughs> right. 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 And they did put the episode one, uh, one up for free for anybody, even if you don't have HBO Max. So you could, okay. you could watch that on DC Fandom's website. Okay. And then if you do have HBO Max, you could just jump ahead and start watching your, your season. The first two episodes, third episode comes Thursday. Yep. So that was a big surprise. I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because it's, uh, you know, it's not, not often that a show gets kind of treated that way i think you know usually there there's you know there's a date ahead of time that we all know and we have marked on our calendars and stuff and, right and it was just kind of neat that there was this big surprise that like, here we go here they are right mm-hmm. we're going yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah yeah it's, it's i don't i can't think of any other time a show has pulled that off to be like yeah, mm. our season started now go watch no. it right then, like right now if you want to in the middle of this whole presentation so that was big and uh, and we all did we all did watch it but that's a conversation for another time right exactly yes <laughs> yeah I, I don't want to go too too much into like specifics of the episode just in case people haven't seen it um but uh what i will say just on my end uh i enjoyed them i enjoyed them a lot yeah uh <laughs> You know, and I think, um, you know, listen, one of my favorite episodes ever of the show is from season one downtime. Um, and it's a fun episode that I think does a lot as far as is showing you like Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Right. And like Atlantis and all Aquaman's world is just like really, really cool. And it's lush and it like and it feels big and grand, but lived in at the same time. And I feel like they did a really, really great job with Atlantis in season one. And so what I will say as a tease to people is I think they do that again with another location in the DC universe. And I was flabbergasted by it. I loved it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So the new season is off to a good start. Yeah. Kind of overshadowed the trailer, to be honest. I like, you know, I, uh, right. you're like, why am I going to watch a trailer if I can just go watch the yeah. show? 
Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even watch the trailer. I just watched the episode. So yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't bother with it. Was it a good trailer though? <laughs> it is a pretty good trailer. I mean, it's one of those things that that you know. After seeing the first two episodes, I got a I got a glimpse of I got a feeling that some of the stuff in the trailer is probably going to be from the next episode. Mm-hmm. Right. Like like that. It was a sense I got is that like, you know, at, at least at least the images that sort of like. Stayed to the front of my my mind. Right. Of what we saw. Right. There's a couple of like like, you know, pretty, pretty stark, like really um, memorable images. But I feel like, you know, at least one of them for sure is probably going to be in the next one. Yeah. That's okay. my guess. Okay. Um, there is still some work to do on the season from from Greg Weissman, showrunner, and Brandon Vietti talking yesterday. They, I think they've finished twenty episodes, and there's a few more still to just have to be finished mm. off in post. But yeah, so they got most of it done. Yep. Don't know if they will split this one up like they did the previous season. We don't know that yet. If they will just keep going until we get to the end of these, or if there will be a break somewhere in the middle, like there was in the previous season. Right. Yeah. Worth worth pointing out, I I suppose that this is the first season that is is running ex- like on HBO Max because season three was on the DC Universe app. Right. Right. Um. So this is actually like the debut season on on HBO as far as new episodes. It's been, you know, you could watch the la- the first three seasons for, you know, the last couple of months on HBO Max since the launch, I believe, mm-hmm. at least. Um, but yeah, you know, just just to be thorough, worth pointing that out, I think. Right. Um so yeah, so uh, you know, we're we're kind we're kind of being a little a little uh you know, broad and non-specific on purpose about this one, just because we want you guys to see the show and you guys all know that we all love the show and cause you know, it comes up all the time. <laughs> right. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. So, no, think, um, so check it out. I was going to go for it. I'll say rumor has it that they might do something similar to, um, DC universe in which we get the first 13 in this half of the year. And then we get the second half in 2022. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Give them a little bit of time. Yes. No announcement for season five or anything like that though. We didn't, we didn't, we, you know, nothing like that. We didn't, we didn't hear about any, Pick up announcement as far as this. The only thing I heard was no, because Weissman himself said, you know, if you want season five, season five, um, you know, watch it and 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 watch <laughs> yeah. it. Because we have, he's like, right now we don't have any, we don't have any commitments to season five yet. Okay. So, right. So by all means, please watch. So we get a season five. Yeah, and I feel like, and they got this their season four announcement like at Comic Con, from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they like they announced it at Comic Con, but like but like they found out, I think, <laughs> like more or less around the same time, because because I, I remember I remember when Young Justice because I remember the announcement where like Weissman was like holding his his hand up in the air and he was like, you know, finger signing like one, two, three, four. And like okay. the crowd all went nuts when he did four. <laughs> but then I remember like like when Comic Con was over, like that next Monday or something, like somebody asked him, like, how far along are you on Twitter? And he was like, no, no, no. Like he's like, we're like we're we're starting to write it now like <laughs> you know <laughs> like we don't have anything done yet you know <laughs> okay so let's uh let's stay with Weissman though really quick because okay. we got a trailer for uh what is going to be an animated movie mm-hmm. that we did know was coming right. uh called Catwoman Hunted which had a trailer which is which is the Catwoman uh kind of anime styley looking uh, mm. movie 
that's going to be coming out uh, early 2022, it sounds like. And uh, Weissman wrote the script for this. Reportedly, I believe he pitched it. I believe he pitched it as an anime style movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you guys think? That makes sense. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I like the rollout. Um, me, I'm an anime fan. No surprise. Um, mm-hmm. And it's come in, and they tied it as the first um, animated feature from D.C. this 2020 in February. The lead role is going to be voiced by Elizabeth Gillies and um, Batwoman's also going to be in it. And that's voiced by Stephanie Beatrice. Right. Uh, I thought it looked to be fun because it spotlights Catwoman in a way that we don't really get to see her. At least not, uh, you know, direct, um, being the lead in her own animated feature. I mean, we get we do get something small in the in the course of, a, a you know, a short, but nothing of but this grander, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, for the voice cast, uh, Liz Gillies, Elizabeth Gillies is on CW's Dynasty, but she comes from Victorious, where uh, Ariana Grande came from. She was mm-hmm. on that. And then um, Stephanie Beatrice is from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah. yeah. And there's other, there's other, looking at the cast list, some other, um, a couple of Greg Weissman staples in there. I see Jonathan Frakes, Keith David mm-hmm. are, are going to be providing voices for some characters. Another character is, or another uh, actress is Lauren Cohen from Walking Dead is going to be doing a voice in mm-hmm. it. Yep. So this is one where like, like Tommy, I'm the other like anime fan here. <laughs> I'm right. like, we're Tommy and I are the half that likes anime. Yes. And, uh, and, and this is one like I was super, super skeptical of just because I'm always skeptical of, of these, the companies that are like, we're doing anime now, like come watch our mm. anime. Cause they only right. yeah. ever think yeah. of it as being like a visual <laughs> yeah. style. They don't understand. Like, Mm. Like they don't know, realize it's like, you know, there's a whole different layer of culture to what makes anime anime than just how the character design. And that's right. what a lot of these companies yeah. often yes. don't understand. Some have been more successful mm-hmm. than others. DC, I don't think was successful in their first attempt, which was the Gotham Knights straight to video around. What was that? 2012, 2013? No, really like two, 2008, 2008. Oh, it, it was, was, it was it before was, Dark. Yeah, really? Because really? It was it was shopped as it like it was promoted as it was supposed to bridge Batman Begins and Dark Knight. Okay, and then it's like it doesn't bridge anything. Yeah, I was in my mind I was placing it between Dark Knight and and Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah, so it was before Dark Knight, (laughs) and that was one where I was like, "Eh, it just wasn't very successful. They were trying to be like the Animatrix, which I think had some success, Mm -hmm. but I like some of those much more than I like others of those shorts. Uh, Most recently, Star Wars Visions I think was a complete success, but they. They just went to the studios, to the Japanese animation studios and said, do whatever you want. Like, we're not going to stop you. Right. We're not going to try to force what we think you do onto you, which is where I think the problem right. comes with a lot of these things. But saying all that and how skeptical I was, like, I was pleasantly surprised by the trailer. I would not have thought that, mm-hmm. that Greg Weissman was, you know, much of a weeb, much of an anime fan himself, uh, just mm-hmm. from, mm-hmm. you know, looking at his work. And and I've seen a lot yeah. of his work over the years and it doesn't have much of that influence in it, but I can clearly see where he is drawing direct influence, where he and the director uh, that they're working with, because they are working with a, an anime director whose name is uh, Shinsuke Terasawa. And I can actually mm-hmm. see exactly what they're doing. And they're doing Lupin the Third with Catwoman. 
Yes. <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll say that. It yeah. is straight up 100% <laughs> yeah. Lupin the Third with Catwoman and, Bat, and Batwoman. And Batwoman. Mm-hmm. And this animation director has worked on Lupin the Third for decades. <laughs> like he has okay. a lot of Lupin the Third experience. Cool. I was gonna I was gonna ask you guys if you knew the director from anything. If if he was a name, I was gonna ask you. I did not know him by name, but look, I looked him up and looking okay. from his credits list, he's got a ton, a ton of credits. I mean, famous ones, Slam okay. Dunk, like Lupin the Third, Armitage, um, XXXholic, which I'm not sure how you pronounce that, but I've always seen it written. <laughs> that uh, manga and anime series is quite popular. Blue Submarine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like I do see a lot of Lupin in his past. So I think they, they kind of are on the same page. Like they know what they're going for. And I think that might be a key to their success is, is they've got a, they've got a joint reference point. So it's not necessarily, you know, somebody like an American writer being like, I'm going to write, try to write like I'm Japanese, but I want the director to direct like they're American, which is where I think some of it went awry before. Uh, So I was pleasantly surprised though. It looked fun. It looked fun. Everything about this project shocks me. Yeah. Like, like at every turn of, of what short, uh, uh, sort of like media presence it's had, because it was announced really not all that long ago. Right. I I mean, it was announced, it was announced really from the time we're recording a couple, couple of months ago that we knew about it. So one, it was, it was like, you know, I, I read a ton of Weissman interviews. I follow him on Twitter, like I was saying and everything like, you know, he mentions at times we're like, you know, I'm working on something I can't talk about, you know what I mean? But for the, for the fact that like, it was like, okay, wow, there's a Catwoman animated movie that we didn't know about that's coming. Mm. Right. Okay. Wow. Weissman's working on it. Awesome. I can't wait for that. It's anime. <laughs> it's styled. <laughs> huh? Okay. That's interesting. <laughs> right. And I would have, I would never have guessed. I would never have guessed that Weissman would have been the one to pitch it as anime too. Cause like, yeah. cause like you were saying, like, you know, we followed his stuff a lot, you know, like if, if he's an anime fan, like, you know, like his fans didn't know about it really. <laughs> right. like, it's, it's gone under the radar. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's definitely gone under the radar. Um, and then just sort of like seeing the trailer and just seeing how fun it looks. Yeah. But at the same time, like it does look like, like crimey and, mm-hmm. you know, like all the cool, like, you know, heisty, uh, uh, Catwoman stuff that you would you would expect, yeah. and you know, uh, 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 looking at the voice cast, like you were saying, like you know, Jonathan Frakes, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, is uh, he's supposed to be King Faraday, which sounds awesome. Yeah. Jonathan Banks is apparently Black Mask. <laughs> um, Keith David is Tobias Whale. Like it sounds like so much fun to me. And the thing that really gets it gets me more excited about this too is um. I saw Weissman on Twitter. He had tweeted on August 28th that somebody had asked him about like whether or not this was in canon with Young Justice. And he says, quote, like the Green Arrow short I did ages ago. So he's talking about the DC showcase right. from a couple years back. Like the Green Arrow short I did ages ago. It overlaps with Young Justice continuity without strictly speaking being a part of it. Mm-hmm. Right. So like so if you watch Young Justice and there's bits in season one where like that, like aspects of that green arrow short are referenced right in some way. Um, and so I just think that this is like super, super cool. So I'm looking at it as sort of like this weird quasi like stepsister of young justice, (laughs) 
Right. Which is interesting because yeah. like, cause we've not seen Catwoman and young justice yet. Right. Even in the comics of memory serves. Right. She's not done. She's not in any of the books anywhere. Yeah. Um, and one thing to that effect is that Cheshire is in, we see her in the trailer for this Catwoman hunted. She is a character yep. we see in young justice quite a bit. She's pivotal in, in yep. young justice and she's voiced by the same voice actress, Kelly, who in both. So, yep, exactly. <laughs> so there's a little bridge there. I can't wait for this. I'm I'm so surprised. So yes, so check out the trailer if you guys haven't seen it. We're gonna post all of this stuff on let me know how it is dot com too. So if you guys, you know, if you need easy access to any of this stuff, you can just go there and we'll have like all the trailers and all the stuff that we're talking about there for you guys to check out. So uh yes, uh I'm thrilled for right. this one. So there was a lot of animation news. And I always recommend Lupin the third to everybody too. But the like the biggest connection is that they're both international jewel thieves, so that's where I think it's a natural inspiration for Catwoman, and I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, I like the trailer. I thought the trailer was fun. I think it's going to be a, it's it's going to be a good story. I just it was an, I, again. I'm not as as Clifton was saying. I'm not big on anime. Um, I'm not really sure why it's that because again, <laughs> it's not even done in an anime style that I like. So. Mm-hmm. That's it's not one of those things where I'm like I'm going to be in a rush to see it, but I, I'm looking forward to the story and and the fact that I like the voice, like all the voice acting and that, that I saw in the trailer and that I've seen for the cast sounds pretty great. Yeah, mm. can't wait. <laughs> me okay. for me. <laughs> so all right, so there's a lot of animation stuff to get through. There was you know a, a bunch of like really cool announcements. Some big, some small. Some had you know more uh more stuff to show than others. I think that's going to be kind of like a main you know thrust throughout this whole discussion is you know some stuff had a lot of like really really prepared stuff and other things are just sort of like you know just talked about like this is coming down the line um and you know we can show you sort of like what what we have one of the things that doesn't have a whole lot that really got me excited too was we're getting a milestone animated movie yes yeah and this thrilled me <laughs> because uh, if you guys remember when we did our Dwayne McDuffie spotlight episode, I was saying like, this is one of the things I wanted. I, I was saying, you know, icon, really. I was like, give me an icon animated movie. I <laughs> sure. hope that, that Warner Brothers and DC would start kind of picking away at some of that stuff and doing some of that animated stuff. But right. uh, so it, so this of sorts, uh, our understanding is that it's going to supposed to feature like multiple milestone characters in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a Dakota verse, because that's what they call their like shared universe or their shared corner of the universe <laughs> for Dakota City, where they all live. So um, not a whole lot of information just yet. We know that Brandon Thomas is writing the screenplay for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a comics writer who, you know, he's known for he's working on hardware season one, which is the, you know, one of the milestone relaunches. He's got some indie books, uh, one titled horizon, another one titled excellence, right. Uh, okay. that he does. And, uh, and he's actually, and he's working on some of the Batman future state stuff that's coming out now from okay. DC. So he's on script. Um, like I said, like we know it's supposed to focus on multiple milestone characters. We don't know who just yet, but I did right. see recently that there's a promotional poster that Bill Sienkiewicz did for it. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> it's really, really it's nice. Really ni- yeah. It's a really nice poster. I always love his art. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, for the people of Milestones not ringing about, Static Shock is a character. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, Rocket and Icon, Hardware, Blood Syndicate. Right. 
We don't know which of these characters mm-hmm. yet are going to be appearing in this animated film together, but there are going to be multiples of them. So it will likely be a lot of those that I mentioned, just if I were to guess. Right. I did also think it was interesting that the the open, um, not to spoil anything, but the open for Young Justice makes a big point of focusing on Rocket as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Which isn't something they haven't. I mean, she's a character that's been in it and around right. it, but she's not, you know, she's not focused like one of the original members. So it's kind of interesting to see her take that role. And I hope that means that they're going to focus more on that stuff as well as the Dakota part of, you know, DC. Right. Well, yeah. And I think that's the cool. Th- that's one of the neat things about Young Justice, too, is that like, you know, they, they are they are, you know, big proponents of Dwayne McDuffie's legacy and stuff. So they try and get work those characters in. I think the most used of all of them is yeah rocket or static but like really mm-hmm. neither's had like a like an episode that they are featured in as like sort of the right. lead just yet that's what, yeah. um you know hopefully given given some more time uh the poster i don't know how much in the know sinkevich is for this but right. the poster that he did features static and it has hardware and rocket and icon on there mm-hmm. um but you know, um, we don't know. We also don't know if this is going to be a straight to video, you know, like the ones that DC, you know, puts out three or four of these a year. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if this is going to be a theatrical thing. We don't know. We don't know yet. You know. Yeah. They said it's being in, in conjunction with Warner Brothers animation. That's all we know. But mm-hmm. yeah, we don't know what the ultimate release plan for it is at this point. But as with everything else, I'm thrilled for this, too. <laughs> I'm a big animation junkie. so. Um, all right. What was something that we haven't talked about yet that jumped out at you guys? The only thing that I saw with that it was interesting to me was the um the Batman show, the the animated. Okay. And the idea that they talked about it that, Cape Crusader. Is that yeah, is that it? Is that the, the one? Cape Crusader. Batman Cape Crusader. And they talk about the the I guess Bruce Tim talks about the fact that it's like the Batman the animated if, if Batman the animated series was basically like it sounded like it was distilled down to the essence of Batman the animated series, right. yeah. And they're mm-hmm. going, you know, they're going to kind of year one it, which is fine with me. I think that's a great place to go to, but you know, and not to expect the, that it's going to be some kind of continuation of the original from you know, um, from way back when. But the idea yeah, that they're going right. with the same aesthetic and the fact that that they're going to be, it's HBO Max, right? Yeah, and Cartoon Network yes. joint. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the idea that they're going to be able to do that, you know, that sort of show is is exciting. I thought that was really exciting. The fact that that's what it's going to basically be. Okay. Where again, it's it's a show that seems to be spawned out of the movie, but not a, really the movie. <laughs> again. Well, it <laughs> might right. be. Right, right. It could be, but we don't know for sure, right? Yeah, but uh, it, it's a definitely not to based upon the executive producers attached to it. I mean, right. we have Bruce Tim, who's executive producer. I think James Tucker was also. Listed as executive and producer. Abrams, right? JJ Abrams, yeah, JJ mm-hmm. Abrams, and yeah. Matt Reeves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt Reeves, the current, the director of the upcoming The Batman movie. Right. Yeah. Right. So I, I thought it was interesting because it felt like they're getting. He felt like they're getting a second chance to do it, but without the constraints that was placed on them from right. Fox. Right. That's the other thing is the fact mm-hmm. that it's going to be you know, because again, I, I watched fairly recently the documentary that was put together about the show and they talked to, you know, Bruce Tim and Paul Dini and, you know, Andre Romano, everybody, you know, Kevin Connery, everyone and anyone that was involved. And the idea that, you know, the stuff that they had to deal with, with Fox and, you know, how many times they had to change something or cheat something to make it look that, it, but still that show 
you know, it's still very visceral and you can still feel a lot of stuff that goes on. And there's still moments in it that I'm like, how'd they get this on to Saturday morning, <laughs> much mm-hmm. less Monday through Friday afternoon. So it'll be interesting to see how, you know, how much they do now that they're not, they're not constrained by that stuff. Yeah. I find interesting too, is that they, it sort of drove, drove the idea. Remember that one short that he put out to commemorate um, Batman? Was it his 80th anniversary? Yeah, I think so. Right. Strange days. So yes. In which, um, well, he's fighting that monster on like a hilltop mm-hmm. or, or, or on the precipice of a cliff. Right. If you can recall that, yeah. that's basically the basis of what we're going to get with um, at least the initial. He's fighting Hugo, like one of Hugo Strange, like monster men. Right. Yes. Yes. That's that's drawn a bit like um, like uh, Lothar from Rocketeer. Help me out with the name. <laughs> Rondo Hatton. Actor yeah. Rondo Hatton. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah he's drawn yeah. a little yeah, bit to, to resemble him from yeah. our from a Rocketeer episode that we talked about. <laughs> right. Yeah. But now I find it interesting because they want to do a rough explanation of how he comes into contact with certain people, grow their trust. Um, how he comes with his inventions on the necessity of what he needs. Um, I, I felt it's it's from the like what you said, year one, but it's it's basically with the ground up. Mm-hmm. Like how we get to the Batmobile and right. its different iterations. Cause it yeah. sounded to me like but it sounds like to me the idea of like uh, almost Legends of the Dark Knight, where there's like a lot of those like, well, how did the Batmobile come about? How did we get this gadget? How did he do, you know, how what's the story behind the bat signal? That kind of thing. Right. We're going to get yeah. a lot get a lot of that stuff as well, which is good. I think that's that that should be a lot of fun to do that as well. Yeah, that that aspect sounded cool to me, I think that, you know, just to see sort of like the development of of the Batman we know mm-hmm. come to be, yeah. Cuz to me it seems like it, it, the idea that I got Tommy when I when he when I read all the stuff from Tim was what's the episode where he's he's wearing the the ski mask? Is is it it's is it Mask of the Phantasm or is it an episode? Yeah. He's wearing the ski no, mask, and he's, on, and he's on the truck, and he's he basically it's in a, you know, and there's also the scene in 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 uh, year one in Miller and Mazzucchelli's year one where he has the bit where you know he goes out as the crazed vet, and it doesn't go very well because he gets stabbed in the leg and almost dies. Yeah, you know, I think we're going to get more of that kind of Batman before we get a much more polished, you know, the idea that he doesn't know he doesn't really know what he's going to do or how he's going to do it now that he's got his gimmick together. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's cool. I don't know how much of it they're going to, I was kind of, my only thought was with, especially with the way it looks, is it going to be, you know, is again going to be um, sort of that nebulous kind of like, maybe it's the golden age, but they have TVs, but it's still black and white, but they have blimps, <laughs> the kind of a thing. I believe they did say vaguely forties again. The vaguely forties yeah. again. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I, okay. Very well. So this, this was kind of an interesting rollout because, so they did like, like a featurette where they're talking to, to, Abrams and Bruce Tim and Matt Reeves and James Tucker. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't show any footage. Nothing. Right. All we have, all we have is still uh, just that poster that Bruce Tim has of it. Uh, that's, you know, clearly a Bruce Tim drawing that was when the show was first announced. Um, and that's it, you know, and all the clips that they were showing while they were talking about this was like bits of Batman, the animated series and that strange days short from DC nation, which you know, they wanted to emphasize like it's not going to be black and white, but that strange days short is like is kind of like the best example of what the show is going to be. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. right. That they are they are steering like very much into 40s. Right. Look, but have. But it's still going to be like modern. 
mm-hmm. you know, but like, I think like Tim was even saying like, you know, we're, we're like, we're maintaining sort of that aesthetic for like hairstyles and stuff like that and everything. Well, at the same time, you were saying like they are modernizing as far as like representation and things of that nature, um, which sounds really, really cool. Like yeah, I, it's not going to be like a, like the actual 1940s. It's going to be like a, right. like a better 1940s. And they said the magic word for me was that they said it's going to be very like heavily like noir influenced, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, which, which not black and white. So it's always interesting for me to see like when noir is coming to be when noir is like a film language is being referenced in color. Like I always like to see how people are going to do that. But, you know, they're saying they're influenced by like German expressionism, which is, you know, mm. th- these are all like buzzwords for me as a noir lover because I talk about it every week. <laughs> um the the funny thing the funny thing to me watching this behind the scenes video is or, or featurette of it is like the the sense of it like like I felt a little bit that like even Matt Reeves and Abrams were a little bit like I really want to see what Bruce is going to do with this. <laughs> you know? Right. You know what I mean? And so like I'm not saying that they have like nothing to do with it. Like they do, clearly. I mean, they're like involved creatively with it, but I but there was a sense a little bit of 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 like I just like I'm really curious to see how it's gonna look and like what you know, which I thought was cool. Yeah, one of the quotes that, that Bruce Tim gave that was interesting though was him saying that it's more Batman the animated series than Batman the animated series. Right. Is his goal for it. And I was like, oh, it's interesting. And I'm like, as far as we know, Paul Dini is not involved in this, right? <laughs> yeah, as far as we know. So, I mean, so it's Bruce Tim's Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> um, right. So we will see. We will see what that is like. And it's cool, too, that Tucker's still around for it also. That, you know, James Tucker, I think, I think it's, you know, glossed over a little bit. Um you know, I mean, like he goes back to, you know, he wasn't on the original Batman, the animated series, but, you know, he came on board with with Bruce and those guys on Superman, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like he was, you know, I mean, like right from the get go. I mean, my understanding is that he designed Krypton, of, okay. you know, in, 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 you know, the pilot of Superman. So he was on right from the get go. So he would have been on there for like the new Batman adventures when animated series came back with like the Tim Drake episodes and Dick is Nightwing and stuff like that. You know, and of course, and in, in he's worked on, you know, Batman Brave and the Bold was his big was his big thing. Um, you know, so it, it's neat. Like, you know, he he's also a, a creator that I hold in very high regard. And I think that it's neat that he, he's going to have his voice um, right. attached to this, too. And and more and more as like because he's another one I follow on Twitter. And, and as I learn more about Tucker, I find that he's he's also like a big old movie aficionado. Uh, and like, you know what I mean? We're like, he's right. You know, he will comment on what TCM is playing on Noir Alley that weekend, <laughs> like gotcha. often, right? Like, gotcha. you know, and so I think, I think him as being a resource. So why aren't you best friends yet? I don't know. I would. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. Right. You have so much in common. But I just feel like I feel him as, as a resource just to be in the room as far as like, just the look of it, you know, is going to be so neat. Like, I, I mm-hmm. you know, I wish I wish so much that we got some kind of like art from it or something like that or just design work. But, you know, nothing. We didn't see anything about mm-hmm. it. Um, not to be, uh, you know, w- the show that got announced the same day as Batman, the Cape Crusader is My Adventures with Superman. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yep. Another animated 
show that's coming out at the same time. They there was a little bit of a blurb about it in you know uh, at DC Fandom where they did reveal some more art, uh, a few key pieces. We got to see like Clark's design and Lois's design and, and Jimmy's design. Mm-hmm. This is another one. I can't wait for this. I love the look of this. I I love the look of it because it's not it's not Batman the animated series and it's not Young Justice and it's not Teen Titans Go. Like it's it's very much you know for the DC animated stuff a new style and it looks a little bit more to me like I want to say like like Kipo on Netflix. Mm. Okay. Right. Am I the is that am I the only one that's kind of getting vibes of it from there? You you guys tell me what you're thinking. I mean, some of the character design could be similar to like the main character in that. Okay. I mean, I'm getting more anime vibes. Um, the character designs, mm. their wide eyes, the um, mm. the expressions on their face, definitely um, mm. moving towards that kind of comical look towards it. But I was gonna say about the um, Cape Crusader was kind of sort of give me the Batman vibes that was on C. Um, um, back when the one that was designed by Jeff Masuda, mm-hmm. um, which they're trying to reintroduce um, Batman from the groundwork up. But as far as the um, the Superman, my adventures with Superman, that looks fun. It just looks like it's something that's going to be a um, a wild ride from a different perspective, or maybe not directly from Superman's perspective, maybe from Lois or maybe from Jimmy. Mm-hmm. But no, definitely anime vibes. Yeah, the title I think is 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 interesting, and it's and it's like how, yeah, like what does that do for the show? I think right, like who's going to be the focal character for that reason? I which I think is super interesting, and I I'm saying interesting a lot, but really, like I mean, I, you know, there there wasn't animation wise, I have to say, at fandom, there was nothing, there was nothing that came out that made me go like, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll I'll let somebody else watch that and let me know how it is you know <laughs> you know like like i want to see all of it like i really do you know and i just like i feel bad for that superman show because i feel like the superman show is just getting like upstaged at every turn because you know it got announced the same day as another batman show with bruce tim right you know and it's sort of like this like anytime you get like like you know a possible like like glimpse of Batman the animated series. I think that that sort of like takes all the air in the room, and then you have like this other like new thing that's coming that, like I said, like looks different and appears to be like they may be having some fun with it. And I don't th- I don't think it's anything to just sort of write off just yet, you know? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. all right, we should move on <laughs> because uh, we still got a lot to get through. Um, mm-hmm. let's jump in the comics. Okay. What did you guys see comics wise that, uh, have you jazzed? Well, I'll start. I was excited about the fact that milestones bringing back blood syndicate in 2022. Okay. They had a nice, is a, another nice poster, another silhouetted poster of the characters from, uh, blood syndicate, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, kind of like if you're not familiar with blood syndicate from milestone milestones was basically their team book. They have other books that come along out, but that was the first one. That focuses on um, a gang, you know, a lot of kids that mm. basically went through the went through the 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 bang. They were bang babies, you know. They went through the like the same similar what happened to to wait at least in the comic the original stuff the way the static got his powers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, it, it was a great book for a long time. I really literally liked it a lot. Uh, characters are great. Had a lot of really unique power sets. So I'm kind of excited for that. That was one of the main things I saw. 
Yeah, it was not in the first wave that they brought back in their season ones, and mm. they said that they got a lot, a lot of people asking, "Where's, where's Blood Syndicate?" Right. They said it was a shockingly large number yeah. of people's yeah. favorite book. Apparently, <laughs> it was. Yeah, I was gonna say too. They appeared to be a little surprised by it that they were like, "Yeah, <laughs> well, like I don't, I don't a know big why demand they for be. Blood Syndicate." <laughs> no, it's a, it's a great book. It was a really good book. Like I said, for a long, long time, it was a great, great book. But not the other books are bad. The other books are really good too. But that one was one of my favorites out of, out of Milestone, so I'm excited that it's coming back. They're doing a big, like, compendium, too. It sounds like this huge, like, monster, like, thousand-page, like, reprint of, of mm-hmm. some of the original books that it sounded like. Yeah, all the original runs. They said, they said it's going to be yeah. 1,300 pages, and that's volume one. Wow. <laughs> Good gosh. <Jeez>. Yes. <laughs> so a couple phone book-sized books by the end of it. Yeah. Have a sturdy table when you're reading that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. I don't mean to joke about it. Like, it is great. Like, anytime that stuff is getting reprinted, it's awesome because it's it's fantastic. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, and it's always nice when Milestone is getting some love. But, mm-hmm. yeah, like, ugh, thousand, thousand page book. It just sounds <laughs> like it sounds so much. <laughs> yep. So what else is out there? Tommy, you heard some, you heard a lot of the comic news stuff and everything. So what, what was out there that, that like, that you're most excited about? Well, I just like to know what they're, I mean, I like that they're creating a new chapter for Superman outside of Earth. And which is supposed to be, it, it's toted as big as the death of Superman, which is his mm. world, war world saga, which starts off in action mm-hmm. comics 1036. Um, I thought I got a glimpse of it in um, Superman in Authority. But evidently it was in um what was that time jump, Frank, in which they um DC did a thing in which they did a slight time jump after the, the metal war or whatever. Do you after recall what it was? DC did a time jump for all his characters mm. to show them where they would be like in a fu- oh, future state. Thank you. Yeah, in a future state, yeah, okay. Yeah. In <laughs> which he was already on World World. And you loved the um the depiction of how Superman oh, the, looked. the art of it was awesome. Yeah, no, it was yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's that's where they're taking him um, for the upcoming series in which he tries to liberate liberate um, Warworld from Mongol. Mm-hmm. And and I was just enthralled by that because I loved um, the current um, book of Superman and the Third and how it ended and who they evolved before he takes a step in order to liberate Warworld and leave um, Earth um, to be um, uh, protected by his son. Mm-hmm. That was that was very uh engaging i look forward to that what so what's what's the what's the story what were they talking about for for the war world event well basically superman's get the notion to um enlarge his scope or his brand of justice and and hope to other planets and he starts by pan picking a crew in order to help him do so um i can't recall exactly who his crew consists of but the people that i specifically know are he has midnighter and apollo um, from um, Wildstorm Comics, mm-hmm. um, he also has um, Natasha Irons, which is Steel. She accompanies him as well. Mm-hmm. You also have Manchester Black, if you can recall. He's he's another pick, and I want to say the Enchantress rounds out his crew. I may be okay. missing one or two people, but he picks them in order to um, take the next um, challenge, which is all for to Mongols' war world, right? And which he feels like these people are have been enslaved for far too long and he's never taken the attention to um, 
give them the hope and the um, freedom that they deserve. Right. And that's how they're pushing his next ordeal, so to speak. And I had heard, I think, I think it was Jim Lee when he was talking about it was saying that, that one of the cruxes of the story might be that, that of, of the enslaved, you know, people there on war world, that some of them might be Kryptonians. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Which, which was, which was an interesting angle. So yeah, it's going to be, you know, I, I think anytime something is, is promoted as, as big as death of Superman, I do kind of get into like, eh, we'll see. Death of Superman was pretty big. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, uh, it was, it was definitely pretty big, but, uh, I do think this sounds neat and, and, you know, um, I don't know exactly like what angle, you know, like, like what it's going to go, but for some reason it kind of conjures an image of like savage Superman to me, like kind of mm-hmm. like, like, like Conan Superman. Yeah. It feels that way <laughs> to me. I don't know why that could just be me. There's no, there's no piece of art out there or anything like that that gave me the hint, but it's just sort of like the concept sort of just, just, you know, reminds me a little bit of that for some reason. I don't know why, but so, okay. So you said that there was a Wonder Woman, uh, uh, event coming to. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be the trial of the Amazons. Mm-hmm. They said it's going to kick off in 2022 in which, um, basically we get to see where, um, what the next Wonder Woman is going to be. And they're coming into um, terms with the different um, people that might be taking over the mantle, so to speak. That one I'm mm-hmm. not quite sure of, but it's also pushed for Nubia and the Amazons, which is coming out in, um, I think, in a week or so. Right, fairly soon. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. and But there are other titles as well. I just didn't catch as much as the information based upon what they're trying to do. Because after the events of the Metal War, you have um, Wonder Woman ascending to a higher platform in which... <laughs> okay. um, yeah, that's what they're saying. <laughs> and um, you find out also there's other pockets of Amazons around the world that they weren't aware of for whatever given reason. Mm. And out of one of those pockets, we have a new Wonder Woman. Kind of like what they did with Future State is the idea that there was a whole t- uh, whole contingency of Amazons in, in, the, in Brazil. Yeah, yeah. And then you get, um, was it Yara Flor, is that her name? I think so. so I'm not quite sure. Yeah. So that's interesting. It's interesting that they're leaning into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have Nubia stepping up to be the queen of Themyscira. Okay. Cool. So she's going to get her own book in which they spotlight her as well. But yeah, they're trying to bring Wonder Woman to a cosmic scale as far as um, pushing her um, her storylines to a higher levels. Hopefully it'll be um, something worth reading or something enjoyable. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that as well. Well, that's bad. It's about, yeah. you know, I know Gail did some of that stuff where they took she took Wonder Woman to space, but it's also one of the things where I it's, I think it's interesting the fact that they're finally trying to expand her world. Like there's current storyline. I think um, I'm not sure. I think Becky Clunan's the one that's writing it. I'm not sure who's on the current book of Wonder Woman, but a lot of stuff that you know Wonder Woman having her uh, one of those uh, like typical stuff that they would do with any other character where Wonder Woman goes to another part of the multiverse or there's mm-hmm. time travel. I'm like, why would why haven't we got more of this stuff? With Wonder Woman, like basically superhero trope stuff, which I'm hoping they're going to do more of with what you're talking about, Tommy. Yeah. Mm. I hope so, too. I hope so, too. I think I, I've always thought Wonder Woman desperately needs a little bit of that stuff. Like, yeah, I like think more, so, too. Like more superhero-y stuff. Yes. But uh, no, it is cool. It is cool that, you know, j- just the fact that, that there is a Wonder Woman like event coming um, yeah. is is awesome to hear. You know, and, and, you know, I, I would love for, for this, if it's, 
you know, shaping up to be the new Wonder Woman. I would love to see another version of of the bullets and bracelets, like tournaments and all that stuff. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I feel I feel like that could be an event in and of itself, right there. Right. You know, just like like all the different like possible Wonder Womans to yeah. follow up would be fun. Um. So uh, so really quick, I guess we should just touch upon the fact that uh, Superman has a new motto. Yeah. Or uh, uh, <laughs> an amended motto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so uh, instead of truth, justice in the American way that they are going to start uh, moving forward, it, Superman's motto is going to be truth, justice and a better tomorrow. Right. What do you guys think? Well, being that he's the man of tomorrow, that's if it's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Right. Mm hmm. Well, also the other thing is like they've, you know, I, I've, I've, you know, I know he's been the American way for, for so long, but at the same time, I don't know, in the books, it's always for, for a very long time, it's been, you know, he's, he's a citizen of the world. They've, 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 you know, every now and then they like to, they, to, I don't know, they like to seem like to put this out there and I'm like, that's great, but really you've already done this in the books. I don't know. You know yeah. It's I'm. You know what I mean. It's not one of those things where it's. It's. It was like when I saw it, I was like, okay, well, you're just doubling down or tripling down on something you've already established in the books 10, 15 years ago. So, yeah. No, I'm with you. I think I. I think in some way that it does feel like well, that's been long established already. Yeah. But I think actually having something concrete for all the writers to to sort of be unified on that, like this is mm-hmm. now the new moniker. Uh, right. Instead of having like different writers like try and figure out like interesting ways of of not saying American way or or <laughs> you know cutting it off in some way, which is you know I've seen this a million times. Or like how how are we going to address this aspect that we want Superman to be a global hero, not just an American hero? Um, right. I think it's cool. I think it's really cool. And and in some ways, I felt like this very well could have been the biggest news item out of the whole weekend. Right. Um, you know, but I don't, I don't know that it was, that it, it felt kind of earth shattering to me when they were saying, I'm like, wow, that's neat. Like, you don't hear that every day. Like they're, they're, you know, they're taking this thing that's, that's, you know, so ingrained in pop culture and we're, we're changing it. And in my opinion, I think, and, and I do think changing it for the better. I do like this. I think that this is, you know, um, there is a, there is a optimism to this that mm-hmm. I still liked it. I think it's so crucial for Superman. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think this is cool. So, all right. So we will get into TV, but do you guys want to take a quick pit stop in video games? Because there was a new suicide squad trailer that came out. <laughs> suicide squad killed the justice league. Yes. I saw that. <laughs> Which I, did, I saw it too. I do think it looks really cool, but the, so I'm not a gamer. So, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, chances are I'm not going to sit and play this. So I, I want, just wanted to open it up to you guys, you know, Tell us what you think. I mean, it was fine. I was hoping we'd get a little gameplay, but we don't get any gameplay out of it. We still um, haven't gotten gameplay. That's <laughs> right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy, I felt the same way. I mean, it looks cool. It's all, I mean, for, for like being a cutscene, you know, basically a three minute cutscene. I think we get, you know, yes. Yes. out of however long this, this game is. Um, you guys have just made me feel a thousand because watching these trailers, like I've realized, like I can't tell the difference anymore. Like I don't okay. know what's gameplay. And what, well, yeah. Well, I mean, that's definitely not, anymore. What, no, no. What they showed us was definitely. That's not. I mean, I'd be so I'd be amazed if that's actual gameplay. What it's going to look yeah. like, but it's definitely not um, gameplay. I thought. I mean, I thought all the characters. You know, it looks like all the Justice League characters are pretty well re- represented. They all look like they're in their you know fairly mm-hmm. traditional costumes, except Wonder Woman. I don't know what the hell Wonder Woman was wearing. That's not I Wonder could, Woman. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, one I don't know what that um, is. Take. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't I don't know what that look is. It's kind of a mishmash of like, oh, she's you know she's in pants. I'm like her current look with the like the 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 Greek you know skirt is perfectly fine. That was a perfectly fine look. I don't know if it's one of the things where you can change the look of the characters and the, the heroes and the villains. We'll have to wait and mm-hmm. see. But that was the one thing that I couldn't get a good look at her character long enough to be like, is she supposed to be from another Earth? Is she or from another someplace in the multiverse? Is that the actual Wonder Woman that's in their world? Um, because it looked like she was wearing some kind of like jacket vest thing. I don't, even, I don't know. But otherwise, right. I, it it looks like it's going to be fun. I just wish we'd gotten some gameplay out of it. That's the my only my only gripe with it. Okay, no, you're not you're not alone. That gripe, I I just felt that. They, they, all they gave us was how the Justice League would be depicted. Like, I, the weird one-eyed flash thing was off, was yeah. off to me. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they made um, John Stewart OP. I mean, don't get me wrong. I get Green Lantern being that threat, but they right. just upped his scale mm-hmm. as to how, like, it made them totally impossible to stop him of all people. Sure, um, right. But I just well, wish they showed us that. I think for that crew. Right, I think for I think for Boomerang to go up against a lantern would be would be a, a you know that's a steep hill to climb. It just seems every every one of the members of the Justin seem overwhelmed to those four. Mm-mm. I mean, they do. It does look like Boomerang has that. Is he Owen or is he Digger? Like that's my question because he had a little bit. There's one part where it looked like he's got the super speed as well. Did you notice that? I thought he's Owen. I thought he's Owen because of the super speed. Okay, because it definitely he's in there, right? Yeah. Okay, so that was my question. I didn't know. It's like I had a moment of like, well, is it is it him? You know, obviously, is it the classic or is it this kid? But the super speed, because again, it's one of those things where I don't know what what they're drawing. What which you know, obviously, I know the characters are drawing from, but it was kind of like, well, is it kind of movie continuity? Is it kind of comic book? We don't really know yet. But um, no, like I said, it looks like it's fun. It looks like it's be fun. I'm sure I'll play it. I'm sure I'll buy it. Um, I've always wanted a game, you know, where you where you fight super, you're able to fight superheroes, and you're you know that as a villain. Um, I thought mm-hmm. at one point that that um, Thanos quest to get the gems taken on various superheroes would have made it for a great video game. Instead, it made a great movie franchise. Um, right. So, <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah, I, I'm excited for it. I thought it looks again for being all cutscenes. I'm fine with it. I just wish I, I want to see what exactly how is it going to work? OK, whether you're going to be able to play with four people, whether you're going to play, you know, kind of like X-Men Legends, you know, that kind of game where you have four characters that you can switch off and play. So, you know, that's, that to me is kind of, you know, it looks cool cutscene wise, but that doesn't tell me anything about how it plays. So. No, the thing that uh, pulls me away from trying to put that much attention to it, because they said it's coming out 2023. That's still two years away. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So I, 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 I'm thankful that they're able to show us that much cut footage, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But, I might be able to find a PS5 by then. <laughs> yes. And, and you <laughs> yeah. might see some gameplay footage in uh, FanDome 2022. Right, exactly. right. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So it, to me, it's just one big teaser that we're still working on it. Don't forget. Mm-hmm. And that's all yeah. I'll take it as. And I felt the same way about the, the Gotham Knights as well. It, was, it looked cool, but there's no gameplay in it. So, <laughs> But that one, ironically, is coming out to, um, next year. And sure at least we got the premise than before right. with the quarter rows, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But no, but yep. no, we got we got the footage of Gotham Knights though, didn't we? Oh, did we? Yeah, the first trailer was him um Batgirl working with um 
Oh, you're right. You're right. But that, that's yeah. to me when I when I see that and they don't show me the same, like show me a little more of it now. It makes me wonder if that was just sort of like a, a the 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 morsel they threw out to be like, this is what we look like if we actually played the game. And then no, when they is. actually get the game, you know, we don't get that. So no, it, we'll it is. It is. It okay. is. All right. All right. All right. Let's let's switch to gears to TV now. So okay, I'm just throwing it out there. So what what was the big thing from TV? What did you guys What did you guys latch onto? Apparently, Flash is getting new boots. <laughs> do you like those do, do you like those yeah i i again we're gonna talk about movies fairly quickly but i i think it's one of those things where it's kind of disrespectful i mean they do it every year don't get me wrong it's something they, it's, it's a trope that they do with with the flash and whether they're going to change for grant gustin's flash from season to season but the idea that that's all they had when we got a flash trailer for the movie i was kind of like all right i guess you know i mean sure they're gold they're gold now they're gold awesome but you know, I mean, that guy's been carrying water as a flash for, like I said, going on eight seasons. I, I think that right. show deserves a little better than just he's got gold boots. Just saying. <laughs> that does cool. That does sound cool, though. Yeah. Oh, he's I'm sure it's going to look great. <laughs> red shoes this whole time. That's neat. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> it's I like guess. every season they get a little bit more like like uh, they get a little bit more bold. They're like, OK, we, we can we can we're getting closer to comics accurate each season. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, Malibu Stacey's got a new hat. Ask that for a question. Clifton. Yes. What do you think of the new Pennyworth announcement on HBO Max? I thought it was canceled. I watch Pennyworth. I, I watch both yeah. seasons. And then okay. I think it like word got out that Epics was done with it because that's where the first two seasons ran was on the Epics uh, premium cable channel. And then okay. they did the comic and I was like, oh, like season two left off in a really random spot. Like, I mm. guess the comic's going to like just tell us what happened after. Like, you know, the season, you know, the 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 comics that pick up shows after right. they got canceled. That happens. Right. And then they did a, a Pennyworth segment here at, at uh, Fandome and like they're clearly on set. <laughs> but it starts oh, yeah. with um, <laughs> Jack Bannon's the actor who plays Pennyworth. and. And he's he's saying like a farewell, basically. Like, yeah, it was fun playing the character. <laughs> <laughs> and and the actor who plays uh Thomas Wayne is like, wait, like <laughs> like we're not going, we're not gone yet. <laughs> and they're like, Oh yeah, like we, we got picked up for season three. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and it's an HBO Max original now. So it will not be on Epic. So I assume they will be getting the the previous two seasons too, uh, from Epics, I would assume, so that everybody now on HBO Max could catch up the first two seasons. Hmm, okay. Uh, they do say there's going to be a time jump from where they left off in their random spot at season two. So I assume maybe that is what the comic fills in uh, before we get okay. to the new uh, season three. So that was some that was some breaking news from from Fandom. TV loves their time jumps. Yep. Yeah. TV loves yeah, their time do. jumps right yeah, now. They do. <laughs> yeah, they do. Oh man. Okay. What else? I saw I saw the Naomi trailer. Yeah, mm-hmm. it came out. This was one that like it, I was asking you guys offline, too. I was like fuzzy on it. Is this a CW show? Is this going to be an H- HBO Max show? Right, It is CW. Mm. Yeah. But I, uh, I I thought it looked cool. I thought it looked, you know, I thought it looked really, really cool. Very, very intentionally vague. Yeah. Right. But um, well, I mean, the, the scene that they seen they showed us is straight from the comic. Yeah. It's like panel for panel. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, it's panel exact. for panel. 
Yeah. yeah. Other than other than the fact that the Superman Mongol fight that they show in the, in the in the comic is obviously more detailed because it's comics and you don't have to deal with you know <laughs> getting getting Tyler what Hawkland right over yeah. there as well as you know CGIing Mon, a Mongol. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it's it's that's the that's the book. So okay, yeah, yep. And then there was what uh, DMZ, mm, okay, which I've never read, but I guess that through that. That was only interesting to me because Rosario Dawson and Hoon Lee, which was the voice mm-hmm. of Splinter and in um a couple of other shows that I've watched previously. I love mm-hmm. his acting. Mm-hmm. But I, mm-hmm. I damn near know anything about it. So if anybody can enlighten me on the inside with DMZ, that'd be definitely interesting. Uh, it's being showrun by Ava DuVernay. Um, okay. So that's another big name attached. Um, I mean, it was a Vertigo. Se- was it Vertigo series? I think it was Vertigo. Yes. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah. Mid 2000s, uh, Brian Wood, and I can't remember who the artist was on it. I read it. But the, the premise is that basically America's been in a civil, like another civil war. There's like a divided States of America, and mm. it's like one side versus the, what is still remains of the United States. And there's uh, like a, you know, border between them. And that's mm. where this takes place. Okay. Okay. And I did not know it was still happening. I do know, I didn't know it was happening before, you know, pandemic and before lockdown. I did not know what happened to it uh, during all of that because it was going into production right around the time that everything did have to shut down. Mm. Um, It's now being uh, announced as a four episode limited series. I don't Mm. know if that was always the case or if that is something that happened due to you know world conditions um but we are still getting it so that should be interesting okay i'm fine with that all right let's delve in the peacemaker (laughs) (laughs) delve into it and no the biggest surprise i got from that trailer was vigilante was in yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) that yeah i was shocked it's a cool costume looks cool spot on very comic book accurate vigilante costume yeah Yeah, spot on straight from in the daytime Right. Yeah. In the daytime, yeah. it looks cool too. Like I, st- I still have a little, a little '90s comic movie stuck in my head that, like, I'm still, you know, we're like you know, a lot of those times those costumes were shot in, at night and everything because people were afraid of like what it would look like in the in the daytime uh-huh. and in you know stuff like that. And DC still has a lot of that stuck in their minds too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. But yeah, but for this show, I'm like, I'm like, man, like he, he's just out there and the like the peacemaker costume i still think is one that like right. you know i still can't quite get over also where i'm like good yeah. for them they went they went comics accurate <laughs> shiny helmet and everything like <laughs> right yeah, he wore it everywhere yeah yes. it's it's uh adrian chase as vigilante that's the character um mm-hmm. Uh, so the guy who plays Vigilante is named Freddie Stroma is the actor the character mm-hmm. is adrian chase vigilante adrian chase had been done on Arrow in yes. the Arrowverse, but he was Prometheus there and not Vigilante, which is mm-hmm. kind of weird because in the comics, mm-hmm. Adrian Chase is Vigilante and Prometheus is somebody else. Right. So I don't know why they did that, but now we're getting this Adrian Chase, which is a comics accurate Vigilante and a very comics accurate Vigilante costume mm-hmm. from like the 80s Vigilante because there had been a previous Vigilante in the comics that was a cowboy. Yes. Yeah. And this right. is like yeah. the 80s version that I feel like was very inspired by Punisher at that point mm-hmm. in time. Yeah. Yeah. Like a very yeah. grounded, like, like guns shooting up criminals, vigilante kind of guy. Yep. That's yeah. it. 
they described this as a workplace comedy, which I can't wrap my head around. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Twisted workplace Apparently. comedy, I guess. Right. Yeah. Ju- judging from judging from from the movie. <laughs> right. Their, their yeah. workplace seems to be that van they all drive around in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looking for crimes to fight, I guess. There was a um I can tell there's already an episode of this that I can't wait for. And it was just thinking back of our, our review of the Suicide Squad where Frank, I think mm-hmm. you were talking about where like Cena's like you got to see some like actual genuine like like layers to his character a little bit when there was that that moment where um blood uh there's that moment where where Bloodsport is talking about like his father. Yeah. Right. And how and how like and how awful it, <laughs> you know his upbringing yeah. was. And then there's that cutaway mm-hmm. shot to to Cena as peacemaker and his face, he doesn't say anything, but like his face is just so like whoops, like wuss. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And so oh, I yeah. love I love for that reason. And I agree. Like it's totally there. I think I think that he's very, very good in that movie, in that scene. And to see that, you know, we're gonna get to see Peacemaker's dad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. as part no, of the, the show. Fact- yeah, no, I'm very, I'm, I, from the from the trailer we got. I'm very excited to see that we're going to see, you know, just I, I'm, I'm curious as just how far they're going to take it. You know, James yeah. Gunn will probably go there because I wouldn't be surprised. So I'm not going to spoil it if you don't know about Peacemaker's dad. Um, but yeah, that scene in Suicide Squad, I, I've, I've waited to see what how that's going to play out since we had it. So, yeah, I'm very mm-hmm. excited for it. And apparently there's going to be a scene where he dances in tidy whities for four minutes to the choir boys at some point <laughs> along the way. <laughs> <laughs> so they knew Jeez. they knew that would be a fan favorite moment from the Suicide right. Squad even before even before it came out because I think Jeez. most of the show was shot before that movie came out. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I think it looks fun. I think it lo- I think it looks really really fun. I'm a little yeah. a little nervous because I, I I don't like gore and after seeing the Suicide Squad, like I feel like <laughs> we're gonna get a pretty steady helping of it. But uh, yep, you know. But yep. I do, I do think you know, and and I'm I'm a wrestling fan. Like I like Cena, I like Cena a lot. I, you know, I was I was expecting he was going to be really good in the Suicide Squad. So I think it's cool that that you know, I thought when he was cast, I'm like that's a weird character to give him, right? Like I kind of wish he was playing somebody big. Yeah. But uh, you know, mm-hmm. it is neat that that like him playing it is now making the character big, which is neat. Right. I, right. You know, I think that that's cool. So, all right. So we're going to jump into the movies that were showcased at DC Fandom. But first, if you like the show, you could check out all of our episodes on YouTube and let me know how it is dot com. Just please, however you find us, don't forget to like, subscribe and leave us a review. And finally, send us those topic suggestions on Twitter or in the comments. Our Twitter handles are show's initials L-M-K-H-I-I. All right. So let's get into the movies. All right. Let's go to the movies. <laughs> showcased a few here. Showcased a few here. A few here in in you know, like we said, in various degrees of, of development. Um, when I found myself actually being a little bit more excited about was Aquaman two. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, he, Momoa had a key word for me where he was like, you know, we, we have, we have environmental undertones to this one. And I was like, ah, okay. That, that'll be interesting. That's going to be an interesting angle to play with. Which uh, is certainly there for the character. The character is rife for for you know addressing this kind of thing, right? Um, you know, and so so I I like I like the idea that there is you know some kind of message to accompany it. 
And then, of course, I saw like all the Black Manta like in yeah. fight training scenes. And I just like I freaking love Black Manta from the first one. So yeah. looks yeah. really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Black Manta is one of the best things about that first that first movie. Love it. Yeah, can't wait. sure can't is. Wait for more. We can't wait for more. Yeah, I'm excited about it, too. Black Manta from that movie combined with Black Manta from Young Justice has like really like energized the character for me. Mm. I can see that. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm just at the moment. I'm just like, I want more Black Manta in anything. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I can see that. No, I'm a fan of yeah. Yaya, so I understand that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you look at anything he's done, he's just blowing up. He's just skyrocketing to fame. He's got Matrix coming, years. so I think, I think, uh, I think his star is about to get huge. Yeah, well, he, right? he also took center stage in um, Watchmen, too. Mm-hmm. Which you can't talk about because mm-hmm. Zach refuses to watch it. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a thing that they made. But then he was also in Candyman. Yep, he was in Candyman, movies. too. Yep. Yeah. But I'm surprised you mentioned that one as the one you wanted to forefront. I, I, for me, I have two on that list. That I, don't, I just want to see what they're going to do. Actually, three on that list, really. Okay. Um, you feel like ranking them? Huh. Feel like ranking them? <laughs> sure. Okay. Sure. Let's do that. Let okay. give, give us some time to chime in on each one, though. So okay. So so, uh, third favorite. Go. Um, of the top of the top three, I'm looking forward to on how they're gonna do it. DC League mm-hmm. of Super Pets. <laughs> I just think it's it's something I didn't want, but sure. Um, <laughs> I want to see how they're gonna do it, how they're gonna work in, how they act, and which um animals we're gonna see. Mm-hmm. Because I, for one, want to see um, Dexter, but I hope they force him in some way, somehow. <laughs> but I'm not surprised with the casting with Rock as Crypto and Kevin Hart as Ace. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. Next up, Batgirl, the movie, is in production, something I thought I'd never see. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they already have the title character for that, which is Leslie Grace, who's playing Barbara Gordon. Mm-hmm. She's right. not bad if you saw In the Heights. So it's just a matter mm-hmm. of how they're going to depict it. Ooh, darn. Well, <laughs> this is tied for two. Let me say that. <laughs> tied for two. Let me say four. The one that's tied with this one is the Blue Beetle movie. Yeah. And both right. of those are HBO Max original movies. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But we're still getting it. So we got, we got some art for Blue Beetle. We at least got like a concept of right. like what what the suit's going to look like. Did they show anything for Batgirl? No, nothing. Just a, uh, there's, no, there's one still like far away from her, like on a gargoyle type thing. You really can't see much. But, okay. but it's just concept art, right? She's going to have a cowl. That's all we know. Is yeah, she, it's exactly. going to be cowl the one with the cowl she and is? cape, not the one with the like the domino mask. They did, they did yeah, see exactly. that. Okay, good. good. I like the cow. Um, for um for Blue Beetle, we know the the lead actor. Yes. Mm. Yes. The lead actor yeah. is Miguel from Cobra Kai. Yes. Mm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> hold on, I have his name. Uh Sholo okay. uh, is his first name. He's great. Now I've <laughs> never seen Cobra Kai, but my brother has told me of how good of a role he plays in that. He's and great. He that kid, he's he's very good in Cobra Kai. I can't wait to see him as Jaime. That'd be awesome. He should okay. be really, really good. And they were pumped to do it. I, I, the enthusiasm that um, the writer and the director had on that was amazing, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blue Beetle is starring Jolo uh, Mari Duena is the guy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people know him as Miguel from Cobra Kai, as we said. Uh, director on that is uh, Angel Manuel Soto and written by Gareth Dunnett Alcocur. 
Okay. And they were super excited okay. if you saw this yeah, segment on tremendously they were super, excited. super excited about working yeah. on this. I liked in the art that you saw like a sign for Ted for uh Cord in- Industries. Cord. Yeah. In the background, yeah. which I thought was cool oh, yeah. too. And so so it does make me go like, are we gonna get a Ted Cord like like mentor deal? You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. No, I'm excited. This is this is this is um I did not expect there to be any Blue Beetle announcement. I agree. For anything, mm-hmm. But, you know, it was cool. It was, you know, nice surprise. And then the number one okay. that I had no um, information <laughs> on, and they gave even less information, is the Static movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. they, um, and all I know is that um, Michael B. Jordan's production company is a part of it. Right. So it's no telling that uh, what his role is going to be, if he's going to be a part of the movie. Or mm-hmm. not, or who they've picked, but the fact that they're making it says a lot yeah. in itself. Yeah, about time. Can't wait. And it's uh, they did they did announce the screenwriter who's uh, working on the script now is Randy McKinnon, who is yes. who's worked yes. on some TV shows, Chambers and Grand Army. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Yep. Yeah, said this one before. Men, multiple multiple past episodes. World's gonna fall in love with Static again. <laughs> right. just, just make it. Yeah, just make it. Put it out mm-hmm. there. You have no idea how big this character is going to get. Yeah. Uh, one thing they pointed out that I didn't remember when they were talking about Aquaman is that Aquaman is the highest grossing DC movie of all time. <laughs> really? Aquaman won. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I forgot about that. Too. I did look it up. Worldwide gross. It's like 1.14 billion. And that is the most wow. money any DC movie <laughs> has ever made worldwide. That's crazy. Wow. Uh, Wonder Woman did better in U.S. than Aquaman did, but uh, did not make as much worldwide as Aquaman did. Huh. Okay. So, I mean, there's a huge audience out there waiting for Aquaman to. Yep. Who would have thought it didn't have a man or no, it didn't have a bat or super in it. Yeah. 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 I mean, because like the the, the Nolan Batman (laughs) movies broke a billion to the latter Mm. two, Dark Knight Mm -hmm. and Dark Knight Rises. But but just broke it and didn't mm-hmm. didn't make it quite as high as Aquaman. Wow. So mm. I thought that was an interesting point. I was like, really? And then I looked and yep, they were right. <laughs> Aquaman. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's other ones. Like they, they covered um, Shazam Fury of the Gods, which yeah. like I'm ready for. I like yeah. the first Shazam. I thought it was fun. This is this is what surprised me too, because Tommy, I thought you were gonna say something that had like a trailer or, or a clip of sight, or like I was surprised by your picks. Oh no, <laughs> I, I I went with picks that I didn't think would get made. Okay, so them telling me they're greenlighted and they're putting production behind it says a lot than what uh, they usually do, in which they announce titles, but there's no um, thought or you know just formation of what we're going to see. Like Shazam, Fury of the Gods, it didn't surprise me. We uh, as soon as they announced Robert Pattinson's Batman, that doesn't surprise me. It's just a matter of when they're putting it out, you know. Mm-hmm. But the the ones that mm-hmm. I picked, I didn't. Shazam surprised me. You didn't... Shazam Shazam two surprises me, even though I mean it's just it's not a movie that that doesn't you know it doesn't get talked about as much outside of this group. Like I love the first Shazam movie. I really really enjoyed it, but it was like I was so afraid that that was a situation of like is that going to be a one and done and we're not going to get a, a sequel? Uh, right. You know? Like, to me, I, I figure we're going to eventually get another Harley Quinn movie. Just with sequels. I thought Shazam was equally as nice. Mm. And the fact that they put more stars in it, like Hannah Mara 
and um, Lucy Lee didn't come as a surprise because we always get bigger than the first when they talk about a sequel. So I felt that mm. there it was going to hit that mark in which we're going to see it happen. But um, the ones that I picked earlier, I didn't never I didn't ever think we would ever get a movie in this day and age or that or within the next maybe three years ever. That's all. Mm-hmm. I'm still floored by Aquaman being the um, number one grossing movie in DC. <laughs> you know. Right. Wait, wait, how many? There's seven Batman movies, you know? Yeah. Six, what, five? No, seven Superman movies, maybe? <laughs> and none of them come close to Aquaman? Wow. <laughs> yeah. So what did you like about Shazam, Clifton? Uh, you know, I was just excited to see that they're, that they're coming back. Yeah, I mean, like you were saying, it wasn't, the first one, by by many standards, was not a huge hit. Um, But... I think they understood that going in. It was just, I mean, I, I'd kind of compare it to like Marvel and Ant-Man. Like mm. they had realistic expectations where that movie's only going to be so big. Right. And, and you just have to kind of recalibrate what success means and, and realize that, yeah, mm. like both of them, like Ant-Man and Marvel, but now back to, to Shazam, like there's a place for that in, in their, in their, in, you know, universe of movies. Cause it's, their movies are dark, man. <laughs> like it, it's nice to see. It's nice to see right. some like young joy <laughs> thrown right. in there. And like, yeah. even if it doesn't make as much, like they know that it's still valuable. They know it's still valuable for their for their movie scape uh, in there. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm excited yeah. to see see what they're doing with it now, uh, because a lot of the heroes that were in that one we only got to see at the end, and now this movie will be about like how does the family all, you know, navigate the 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 powers together right which we only saw them just get at the end of the at the end of the first movie yeah uh, and i think that'll be really interesting uh just for for more of a family take on it i'm i'm very curious and it's hard i mean like i hope dc's ready for this they must be uh but it's hard for me knowing that we're getting Shazam 2 and that Black Adam is coming <laughs> that like I'm hoping that they're going to talk to each other in some way right mm-hmm. right and it's like and it's just funny because I feel like DC has kind of gotten away from from like really really overtly getting into that like Marvel shared universe kind of thing and it just sort of like you know everything that they've done over the past couple of years is just kind of everything is like kind of in a different pool always yeah. um and that's so, honestly been fine for the most part for them. <laughs> like I've, I've applauded them yeah, for that for the true. most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there is like, if you got, if you have Shazam and you have a black Adam, like those need to collide. Sure. Well, I mean, yeah. I took it th- yeah. from watching the black Adam trailer. I took it more along the lines of it happens concurrently with what's going on. Mm-hmm. Probably in the second one. Right. And the idea being that, you know, as, <laughs> as black Adam is black Adam. And clearly doesn't shy away from being, you know, awful. Um, that's that's sooner or later. Right. Sooner or later, they're going to have to, you know, like you said, they're going to have to collide. I think that's yeah. one of the things where, you know, knowing that Billy, I think, I think even with with the the upping the scale of the second one, I think with the se- the sequel, that it's still going to be a situation where it's still going to be kind of goofy and lighthearted, like the first one. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first one had its moments were mm. pretty heavy. There's some emotional right, stuff right, in it for sure. But I, I think it was one of those things where, you know, I, I, I think once that, that, you know, once uh Teth Adam finds out that there's someone else who's, you know, the, the chosen one to be Shazam, right. A new, a new champion. Right. Yeah. That's that there's only, that's, there, there's only one way that's going to go. So, 
Yeah, I, I look forward to that as mm-hmm. well. So yeah, it was neat. It was neat to finally see something. Yeah, for Black Adam. Oh yeah, looked cool. I think you know got 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 a, a decent glimpse of the costume and and stuff like that and. and you know what I presume to be the film's tone a little bit. Like, yeah, I like that they're not sharing shine away from the fact. I was nervous with The Rock playing him in the lead role in his own movie. I was really, really nervous that we were gonna get like Black Adam turning babyface, mm. and I liked that he's still gonna have some edge to him. And you know that they're not that they're not com- like completely like sanding down all all of his edges. Mm-hmm. You know, sure as they shouldn't. For me, it's for the collision between the two. I think it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. if they come collide, only because the tone is so different from both of them. Yep, like mm-hmm. that Absolutely. teaser is rated R material, <laughs> or just touching upon it. I mean, it will be a PG thirteen movie, but yeah, but just the little yeah. bit we got, I was okay. like, oh, okay, that's that's very violent, but sure. <laughs> but I think the idea, but I think the idea of it, the idea that you see Black Adam roll out and it's, you know, he's everything Black Adam's supposed to be, you know, I think that idea, that having that dread of what could possibly happen to, to the the Marvel family, quote unquote, um, I think that's I think that's a good thing. I do. Ah, uh, okay, mm. interesting. Okay, and it does appear to be. Like like I'm 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 super I'm super jazzed about Black Adam more than I ever thought I would be. Like the fact that it, it does appear to be doing some work too, where we are getting Adam Smasher and Doctor Fate, mm-hmm. and like man, I'm so excited for Hawkman. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> like, yeah, you know, uh, so excited to see Hawkman on the screen. Like I just like I can't get over that too. Where like it, like we are finally getting some uh, uh, of of like the the deep. Uh, DC lore right. put onto the screen, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they they definitely went with Justice Society members. Yeah, that which would surprise yeah. me. What'd you guys think of what we saw for Flash? It's very dark, extremely <laughs> dark. Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, which again, I was like, like you can get away from that style, especially for Flash. But absolutely, uh, yeah. But we'll see. I mean. We saw the back of, I assume, Michael Keaton. Yes. Yeah. I, I right. th- my yeah. only thing was I need to, I need an explanation as to how the very somewhat grounded eighty nine <laughs> Batman mm-hmm. knows about the knows about the multiverse. Right. <laughs> that was my that was my uh-huh. thing. I thought it was kind of odd. Um, why? Uh, it's a jump. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. <laughs> it's a big why jump. They w- why he wouldn't go to to Ben Affleck? Right. <laughs> um. Not mm-hmm. to, again, not to spoil um, anything that anyone who hasn't seen the CW crisis, but that Flash knows about stuff. Right. <laughs> That's that you know. So it's one of those things of I just think it's odd that Keaton's the one that is going to be the 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 magic bat. Yeah. <laughs> to explain explain mm-hmm. how the world and the yeah. multiverse works because right. I don't. That's not that's not his that's not his thing. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. no, but I I I no, that's a good thing to point out. I think that is a good thing to point out because I do think it's fan service a lot. That's like, like driving it <laughs> so much, you know, yeah. we're, and, and it's just, it, it's just sort of a little bit that like, yeah, I mean, like really, if you're thinking about Batman 89, it's like, wh- where, where does this intersect at mm-hmm. all? Tell me, I, tell like, me what you say, <laughs> you know, I think he's the draw. I don't think, well, he's, of course. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, no, what I mean yeah. by that, I don't think he's the explanation. I think 
I think there's more surprises that they're not telling us. Mm. I think it's. I think. I, what I think we're seeing a magic show. Basically, I think mm. this is this is the hand waving that we're supposed to watch. But mm. I think there's more going on than just uh, having Michael Keaton be have have his appearance in it. That's that's just my assumption towards the whole thing as a whole. Right. I, I, as much as I want him yeah. to be the focal point, or at least a large portion of the Flash. I think mm-hmm. I think he's what's going to draw us to go as opposed to what the movie could be mm-hmm. truly about. Right. No, I think so too. I it just that, that's the thing. It's just the voiceover is the thing that, that tripped me up on it. And I'm like, no, I, I don't <laughs> again, mm-hmm. again, going back to the the crisis that we've seen, they touch upon 89. Yes, they do. 89 is referenced. Mm-hmm. So it's yes. one of those things of, you know, I, I mean, I don't know if they're going to play off of that or not, but, We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I get that he's in it and that's cool. Mm-hmm. But what we saw, I think, was so Batman heavy. We're like the, the two, the two like hell yeah moments is the cowl mm-hmm. and the Batmobile that's under the tarp that we don't see. Right. <laughs> right? But it's like, I mean, they're two Batman moments and it's like, and, it, and it's ba- so. It better be the Tim Burton Batmobile. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's and it's so a little bit like kind of glossing over the fact that like you know there's there's two Ezra Millers in right. the, in what we saw, yeah. right? And they draw like no attention to it. Like the guy playing the Flash is in there twice, and uh, girl Superman <laughs> behind him, like a mm-hmm. yeah, like a girl with a super symbol on her shirt behind him. Yeah, yeah. Again, I don't I don't know if if we need you know I I don't know the idea of having three entrance characters into the multiverse for the movies is the best way to go. I mean, that's the other thing I thought about too. I was like, well, do we need more than one? Because everything I saw was like the idea they're teasing mo- multiple Barry Allens, and I'm like, do you really need multiple Barry Allens to sell the multiverse? Right. No. Right. So, at least they changed that stupid Flash costume from the Justice League <laughs> movies, though. <laughs> I am all for that. Yeah. That is an improvement, and I'm excited at least for that 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 they updated that. So. All right, so let, let's start closing out on on we got a second trailer for the Batman, which mm-hmm. like, right. watching this one, uh, I realize now that this release is a lot closer than I thought yeah, it was. March. Yeah, March. <laughs> you know, I still had it peppered in my head from when we got the trailer at last DC Fandom, and we were like, <laughs> "Well, you just started filming this movie, and there's a trailer already." <laughs> like now, it's like, "Oh, it's coming out in March." Yeah. Wow, that's soon. They had filmed like 10 minutes worth of film and gave us a teaser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this one this one was a teaser made out of 100% of the film. Yeah. Uh, presumably. <laughs> <laughs> right. I uh, I like New Yorker Penguin. That's great. Yeah. I I I, <laughs> I like I like the penguins a Scorsese character basically. Well, I mean, the, the, the you know, the, did we get the rumors about a penguin something? A penguin spin-off or something? Yeah. At one point. I thought I thought there was at one point. Mm. If that's the penguin we're getting, if I, I I'm all for it. I want more of that penguin mm. right now. But um, <laughs> he's great, right? Um, but I know I, I definitely got from the trail alone. I definitely got. I like that. I thought he was awesome. Um, I got the Tom mm. King vibes for the whole bat cat stuff. Like mm. that seemed very much oh, like. Did right you? At, oh, very much so. Yeah, that seemed very much out of the Tom King run of Batman stuff. Interesting. Um, granted, it's. He, I didn't get that at all. Granted, it's. Granted, it's something that it's it's um, obviously it's been around forever, but it's definitely when you see like the Tom King flashbacks to, um, you know, when when he does the whole thing of like showing you what their earliest days were like for the two of them. 
it seemed very right. reminiscent of a lot of that stuff. And he even pointed out, I think, in either on, on Twitter or Facebook or someplace that he's like, yep, that seemed, you know, basically it looks that, um, as it, uh, Michael or Mikkel Janin, the artist, he's like, some of that stuff looked like it was straight from mm-hmm. his, his work. So I'm excited for it. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. um, I, I missed it. I missed it completely. I'm still not sold on, uh, on Hannibal Nigma. Um, the the Zodiac Mm -hmm. Riddler I'm still kind of on a fence because I don't really think it's necessary but we'll Mm -hmm. see how it plays out everything else about the trailer I thought was awesome I really loved it I thought it was really really good Mm -hmm. but um, that's my only that's my still you know my hang up with it is just the oh and then in Circus that was the other thing I thought Circus's couple lines and moments were pretty cool too as Alfred yeah but yeah again and and then a quick side note um, Tommy have you seen the action figures for McFarlane for for the Batman. Oh yeah, I didn't know if I was going if I should bring that up or not, but yeah, I definitely seen the action figures for that. Why did they? Ah. Yes, I have. <laughs> yes. My, my only question was: Is he holding a spatula? I thought it was rule of tape. Because <laughs> it looks. I don't know one what the, that is. One of the one of the shots I saw, it looks like clearly like the, like the Riddler's holding a spatula. I don't know if he is. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen if you've ever seen Stripes as he's giving someone the Antimima treatment. I don't really know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought it was a roll of tape, like okay, duct I mean, tape, and, and it made less sense. I, I, I okay. think the spatula <laughs> makes more sense. But I was like, why did you put out the imagery before that movie dropped? Sure. I know. I agree. I agree. Some mm-hmm. of those, some of the, some of those, it's it's highly spoilerish of what what it looks like. So oh, extremely because they don't even you get a you don't get a glimpse of him in the trailers. I know. I agree. So. Yeah, the the one the one like quick shot of him you get where like he's on like you see I guess what we're presuming is what he looks like on a screen. Mm-hmm. It's creepy though. Like yeah. I think like I mean if that's what they're going for, it it works. It works. I mean, yeah, you can argue whether or not that's the direction you need to go in for the Riddler, but right. um, you know, if you if you're if you're, you know, making that decision, mm-hmm. Like bravo, well done. Like yeah, you know, yeah. It, yeah. Well, I I feel that they went that decision because you got to make him menacing. They're wrong. I love the classic look, but mm-hmm. it doesn't fill me with dread and horror. You know, when when seeing him in the bowler hat. You know, yeah. In any in incarnation, so I get why they made the change to, him, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I just I I'm not sold on the imagery, mm-hmm. but I'm sold mm-hmm. on the machinations, for lack of a better term. Mm. Of what he's trying yeah. to create within the city, everything, everything looks so filthy. Oh, extremely, <laughs> like, extremely. Like it looks so dirty. Extremely, extremely. Um, I think um, one of the things that makes me go a little like, huh, okay, that's a bit much. Is we see Batman like take a lot of bullets. Yeah, there's that too, and he's fine. Yeah, and I'm just like, and that, that's the one thing that I have. I'm like, this kind of defeats the purpose a little right. bit. Like, yeah, like. Like if 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 you if he's taking a bullet to the chest point blank and he's not even going down, he takes more than that. <laughs> yeah, he takes a. He takes so, a like, it, yes, it kind of defeats the purpose of like of he's just a normal guy that everybody likes to. Right. No, there's no, no there's no, know, no when you're talking about what makes Batman. Cool. There should be no thug with a wrench taking out this Batman. Never. No, no, but that's I think what. But to me, what I think he's trying to come across is that. um rage in him now mind you i agree with his um with the depiction of what you're saying with his vulnerability but i think in those short bursts 
We're trying to see that he's pushing past the pain he's getting as a result of being reckless. Mm -hmm. And I want to see to the extent of what it causes him. Um, I'm not saying uh, to me, it's making people believe that he could be Superman, which he's clearly not. Mm -hmm. And there's nobody that can take like a barrage of bullets. I don't care how much Kevlar (laughs) you think you put on your body. Right. But I think it's to establish that despite the pain he's receiving, if they got the wrench that he wouldn't go out. But after it's said and done, they're like, dude, you can't go out like that. You got a concussion of grave, uh, you know, of dire circumstances (laughs) or, or, or the fact of, uh, right. Your sternum is broken from yes, the bullets you took yes, to the chest. Yes, and it's after the after <laughs> yeah. the adrenaline rush of thinking that he could just press on regardless of how much excruciatingly yeah. pain he's receiving as a result of what he's recklessly doing. So I get what they're trying to do. It's just it's just the badassery that they're trying to provoke from the mm-hmm. imagery. I think. Yeah, I think. But that said, though, I think I think Pattinson's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I think Robert yeah. Pattinson's gonna yeah. be so it's gonna be so yeah. so good. Um yeah. So yeah, and you know, but it, it'll be here before we know it too. So so that's that's awesome. So all right. So we're gonna close it out with that. So uh guys, let us know what you thought about DC Fandom. What was your favorite announcement? What was your favorite trailer? Uh we're gonna post all of those trailers and clips and art on let me know how it is.com for you guys to check out. Uh please, however you find us, don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a review. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Have a good one.